93.9 The Eagle, broadcasting live from the Zimmer Radio Group World Headquarters. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry. This city is my city. Get ready for interviews with movers and shakers from our community as we dive in for a deeper look inside Columbia. Now, here's your host, Fred Perry. And welcome in to the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 The Eagle. Uh, this is not Fred Perry, obviously. This is Jay Sparks. Uh, I am back to guest host a little bit uh, in Fred's absence. I work down at Ready Downtown. I'm the entrepreneurship coordinator and uh, always happy when, when Fred reaches out and, and has a little break. Uh, gives me a chance to to get back with a mic in my face, and I really, really enjoy that. Something that uh, I've done a little bit of and, and happy to be back uh, with, with the Eagle and, and with Fred's audience here. Uh, I am joined today here on the CEO Roundtable with uh, my new co-worker um, at Ready, the Minority Business Coordinator, Ray Hall. Ray, how you doing? I'm doing great. Good, man. Well, I'm really happy you're here, and, and I'm really excited. We, we, we work in offices right next door to each other uh, for the last how many months now? Um, three months, I believe. About three months three, that you've been months. there. And, uh, so we work, we work right next door to each other. So, so we've been, uh, we, we've been involved in, in lots of things there at Ready. But I wanted to go back, uh, and, and just get started to kind of be able to introduce people to you and, and, and let people know what an, another facet of, of what we have going on down at Ready. Fred often has, um, the Ready staff through in different forms and functions, talking about all the different things that Ready is involved in. But tell, tell, tell everybody a little bit about, you know, I, I know you're, you're, you're local here. You were gone for a while, but, but tell them, tell us a little bit about you and then, uh, the, the, definitely the direct connection to, to getting into Ready. Yeah, so I'll be happy to, uh, again, my name is, uh, Raymond Hall. I am a true son. Um, born and raised in Columbia, Missouri. Um, love the hometown. Go Mizzou. My youngest son's name is Truman. Uh, that's how much I love my hometown. Um, so yeah, um, I went to Hickman High School. Grew up here in Columbia, and you know my community is everything to me. You know, I wake up in the morning thinking about the community, and I go to bed at night thinking about the community. So it's pretty much yeah. And 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 some of that will lead into we'll we'll talk a little more in 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 the second segment of of the show today. We'll talk a little bit more about about how you've really kind of doubled down and invested in the community. But for now, I, I know maybe kind of a part of that plays a plays a role here, but. You know, your exposure to ready, um, and then, you know, there, there's a job opening and, and why, why Ray? Um, well, the job description was posted on Facebook and, uh, a lot of people from the community like tagged me in it and they like call me like, Hey, you know, they're hiring at the ready building and the job description basically describes you and everything that you do in the community. So I was like, Oh, okay. Well, let me look into this. And so, yeah, it just kind of came natural. Um, yeah, it, it, I think it definitely came natural. It's been an easy fit. You, 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 it's been seamless. So 
minority business coordinator. You you step into a role that that was at one point in time that 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 uh, Jim Witt held here in the community, mm-hmm. and and you've stepped in now. And you know what day to day as as you interact with the community, as you interact with the business community in Columbia. What's what is your what is your task list? What does your day look like? Um, no two days are ever the same. It seems like, um, you know, just as well as me, sometimes people ask us this question. It's kind of hard to explain, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, cause you do so much, but it's hard to really explain. But, um, day to day, you know, really, I'm here to really coach people through their whole entrepreneurial spirit, uh, journey, um, and experience. Um, you know, I'm there like today I had a really good conversation with a client and they poured their heart out and we talked about just life, you know, and life experience that, you know, that she was going through. And then we came back around talking about the business. But, you know, I'm here in all aspects of, you know, their journey, you know, whether it's personal or business or, you know, family, home. So if, if you're listening and, and you're out there listening to the CEO roundtable on 93.9, uh, Fred Perry's show, Jay Sparks sitting in the, in, in the host seat today. If, if you're out there listening and, and you get a chance, you, you get a chance to interact with Ray, um, you know, what, what is somebody, if, if somebody's going to come to you, what, what is something you want people to come with? Um, you know, that, that, you know, what would be an ideal kind of interaction with somebody out there in the community that you might, maybe you haven't met yet? But but you want to share what you do? What what would that interaction look like? Um, really, you know, I I I look at it like I tell people like I don't care if you have a business idea on a napkin, you know, bring it in and let's, you know, we're here to kind to help you, you know, put it into a business format. Actually, come up with a whole business strategy and plan and just walk you through every step of it. So. Again, you're welcome to come. I don't care if it's an idea in your head, but, you know, I really strive to get people, like, really focused on, like, goals and and, and day-to-day, one-step-at-a-time goals, you know, and don't overthink, you know, the process. And my slogan is, you know, let me help you get ready ready you know so. that's right ready ready and and your post-it is don't overthink it right yes yeah that's the that's the monitor post-it for uh for for ray you know it's we, we do an awful lot of things down at ready and we interact with a ton of people on, on a ton of different levels um from entrepreneurs to to existing businesses here um to to large you know large corporations outside of Columbia who who might have their eye cast this direction we 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 cover a lot of ground there with with a smaller staff i for one have been really glad grateful and, and glad that you are part of our staff because it helps us um in in so many different ways but your your energy and your ability to communicate with people has been stellar wh- where did that come from wh- wh- you know not not everybody comes with with a skill set that includes that that communication piece and that ability to kind of bridge bridge those gaps wh- where did that come from for ray um i've always been the person that you know, try to understand different people. In, in my past work, I've always been in sales. And um, in sales, I never looked at the product. I always sold myself. I always just try to get to know people first. And I think through my years of just always picking people's brains just to try to find out more about myself through other people, 
um, I think people see that I'm genuine, that, you know, I'm, I, I don't know, I'm just really all about trying to find out how I can help people. I, th I think I just was born this way. I've always been this way. Like, <laughs> I've always tried to just help my friends, everyone, try to come up with innovative ideas and I've always been the go-to person, like, for everything. Like, everyone always comes to me like, Ray, what do you think of this? What do you, you know, it doesn't matter if they're trying to pick out, you know, a shirt to wear. They call me. And so, because they they know I'm going to give them my honest opinion and I'm going to be respectful about it and just really just, and I, and I have them in my best interest. So, I think it just, just came natural just for me. I don't, I don't really have a time or day that it actually hit me. It just, yeah. Just who I am. I just it's just in my DNA. Well, honesty, <laughs> honesty is a big part of of, of communication, um, especially at a level where there's going to be trust involved, and and people talking about their businesses, and sometimes even talking about their business dreams, their hopes and aspirations in business. Um, if there's not honesty and trust there, uh, that can be a really dangerous space. So um, I I deal with that as uh, on the entrepreneurial side on myself there. Um, so here, here's a question for you as, as we kind of, you know, bump around the, the, the idea of, of Ray and, and Reddy and what he means to us here. You had some exposure to, to Reddy before you, you applied for the job, mm -hmm. but what were your questions? Like, what did you not know about Reddy? And I think this might be, this might be kind of, you know, instructional for folks who are listening. Like I said, Fred has us on fairly regularly. I get to I get to pop in here and 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 you know bombard you guys with stuff about Ready in some form or fashion. But but from from the outside, what were your questions? And then maybe that will help us you know craft something for the listeners. Um, honestly, when I came into Ready, I don't remember who actually told me about Ready, but really my expectations were. You know, they had a space that I can like have meetings and I didn't have to necessarily go to a coffee shop. But when I actually got there and met you and you kind of show me that, hey, they have podcast rooms, you can print your flyers here and the coaching. I honestly did not expect, you know, coaching. I really just thought it was like a shared office space when I first applied. Um, and then to find out that it had all of these other facets to it that helps your business, it kind of was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> this is extra. Okay. I'll take it. And so, you know, and, and have access to like a training room. So like, you know, it really opened up my thinking as far as my business goes like, Oh, okay. I can actually use this for X, Y, and Z and not just, you know, sitting down having coffee with someone. I can actually utilize it in many different ways. And so, you know, I, I don't, and then the coaching, you know, like you was my coach actually. And so, you know, the, the, you know, I would get overwhelmed because, you know, I'm the type of person who likes to just hit the ground running and run, run, run. And you would always tell me, you still do say, say <laughs> slow down, Ray, you know, and take it step by step. And sometimes, you know, entrepreneurs were really eager and want everything to happen overnight and sometimes you just need that voice on your shoulder to say slow down take your time pace it out write everything down and just follow your plan and so that was something i didn't expect and um, i'm very grateful for it to this day 
Yeah, you got to you got to find that balance between uh, crazy eager and then stopping to overthink it. Right, Some, yes. somewhere in the middle there. There's a there, there's a. But you are definitely uh, you're definitely someone that I have to tell to slow down more often than uh, <laughs> more often than pick up the pace um, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and and so you know. W- now you've been in, like you said, about three months. Um, you got a couple board meetings under your belt, which is when kind of the, the, the folks who, the investors and, and the, the folks who come through our executive board are, are together, the board members. You know, now, as you compare to maybe before you knew about Ready coming in with your business and then before you applied to work there and, and then now, What's changed? What do you? How, how do you? How do you? Is there a new light now that you see and it, it for ready or or what? You know what? What do you think about it now compared to maybe where you were in either of those two spots? That's a really good question. Um, I am like really looking for like you know when I came in, I you know I just thought I would just mainly be coaching and just helping, but now I really see like oh okay, you know events and and workshops is what's really needed and and really sharing these resources that i have obtained over the years and stuff so i really think you know like giving getting everyone in one room and having like professionals that's been through experience uh entrepreneurs who's been through the roads and the and the hurdles and jumped over those hurdles um, can sit there and, and, and kind of teach a whole class, you know, or, or, or give their advice and then the questions and answers afterwards and then networking. I've, I've really seen an impact and what that looks like. So I, I really plan for the future to do a lot more workshops and getting everyone in the same room because it's like very impactful. Yeah, our our boss Stacy Button, um, she she doesn't like the word convening. She and I have been doing a lot of a lot of you know drill down work on 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 what we're doing there and and what our program looks like for for entrepreneurship, and and that's a little passive. And so we've talked about mobilizing as as a new word. And so I think with these workshops um, that that Ray and I have have started, we've put on a, put on one workshop and a lunch and learn. And I think we've really gotten to a point now where we we can mobilize that part of the ecosystem that's out there that is looking for help and then mobilize the part that, that has some of those life experience answers, not just the textbook answers, because that's what Google's for. You can Google and get some textbook answers, but how do you get those those life experience, those, those I was in there, I've done it, I've sat in the office, I've filled out the paperwork, I've done it. Uh, you know, life experience answers, <clears throat> um, you know, and, and what that actually kind of looks like for the folks who are doing it still. <clears throat> and, and I just think that that's, um, I'm with you because I think that that's a really good direction to be heading because it, it just, it, it, it helps encourage that growth from everyone involved. Indeed. Indeed. And there's also, I, I really love at the end of workshops and lunch and learns where everyone's just networking at the end and, you know, and then they come you know, to you the next day or email you. It was like, man, this was so awesome. And, and I got so much out of this and so many more connections. And I'm like, yes. Yeah. We did our job. You yeah. Know, so that's, that's really the, the big win. And, and we're going to talk more about a big win because what Ray has done with his business that came into ready as a hub client, uh, uh, and one of my clients, uh, and where he's at now. Uh, we're going to talk about more of that in the second segment on the CEO roundtable. 
on 93.9 The Eagle. I'm Jay Sparks, and we'll be right back. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. Welcome back in to another segment of the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on 93.9 The Eagle. I am Jay Sparks, Entrepreneurship Coordinator at Ready, and Fred has tagged out and tagged me in. So I am in the, uh, I'm in the ring, and my tag team partner today, uh, the Jay and Ray show down at Ready, Ray Hall, the Minority Business Coordinator, is my guest today. I am super excited to have this conversation with Ray for everybody out there to get to, to know Ray a little bit better. Um, if you're familiar with what we're doing down at Ready, a lot of big things, but here's an example. We, we talked a little bit in the first segment about about ready and, and raise integration there and some plans and things like that but let's go back let's go back to the root let's do a little prequel flashback here so um, Ray talk to us a little bit about the the formation of your nonprofit your business that's out there and then the you know what, like you said what kind of led to ready and then what what dream tree has has experienced with ready absolutely um well Dream Tree Academy has just always been a thought in the back of my mind. Like a lot of entrepreneurs, like this is something that I would love to do, but I don't know if I'm ready to do this. It's what we kind of psych ourselves out and say. Um, and so it was something that was always on a back burner. It is a after school program. Um, from ages 11 to 18. I have a music background as well. Um, and so I wanted to teach, you know, I understood that, you know, music saved my life. I was headed in the wrong direction in my life and a lot of my friends and peers was going in the wrong direction. And me, you know, in the studios and working on music kept me out of trouble, kept me off, you know, going down that bad road. So if it could help me, I realized that, hey, this could help a lot of other kids, you know, in the same situation. So it was something I knew I always wanted to do. So fast forward all the way until I'm 30. <laughs> Don't tell anyone out there my age. But uh, yeah, when I got around 30, I said, you know, one of my closest friend, uh, unfortunately, he got murdered here in Columbia. And it, and he always was like a supporter of mine. And he would always tell me, like, just do it. Just do it. And so, you know, I, I knew right then and there, like, I have to do something. So what I did is um, I picked up some kids, um, just started just picking them up randomly and just like, come on, let's go and and do some cool stuff uh one of the things we did we actually came to zimmerman and came here mm -hmm. uh to eagle and, and all the other uh stations and we would just pick kids up and just try to teach them different things about life and so it just evolved over the time um and once i found you know ready and and jay and they kind of really pieced it together for me a step-by-step -step process and give me a full vision on what I really need. I had the idea, but they really, like I said before, you know, helped me walk through it um, a lot easier. So got to the point where basically um, our program, I know I'm coming everywhere. I'm sorry. Uh, our program <laughs> is um, 
11 to 18, um, what we do there is um, we teach STEM, uh, financial literacy. Uh, we really, really work on mental health because a lot of our kids come from a lot of trauma. Uh, so we really work on the mental health. Uh, we teach them music, graphic arts, so on. The list goes on. And But the main goal is just to teach these uh, youngsters, you know, to grow up and, you know, chase their entrepreneurial spirit, become young entrepreneurs and be able to provide jobs for, um, you know, your peers and in, in, in your community. So it's really what it's all about. And I think I'd be, we'd be remiss here if we didn't shout out uh, uh, Tom Trebu with, with Next Step. Uh, he, he's been an integral part of your journey and, and your coaching as well um, through through Ready and what we do. Mm-hmm. And, and I just, you know, I, I love, I mean, outside of being coworkers, even prior to that, just watching... Watching yourself and and Carmela, your 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 business partner, yes. wa- watching her, you, the two of you go through the process and finding the success on the other side after having taken that moment, not not moving into overthinking mode, but taking those moments to kind of stop the the flail and and the the spinning, the churn, and and kind of get down to brass tacks and then see the progress you've made, but. Th- that's all that's all good that's all stuff you can post on there we we you know you, you got a bus you 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 got a location you got these things you, you've checked these things off the list but the kids it's yes. it's it's seeing them and watching them grow and every time i duck into your meetings for something and and seeing them interact with me and having conversations with them and and seeing them grow has been like really really the true rewarding part of that absolutely um you know in the letters that the kids give us randomly and the stories they tell us and and how they made this growth like they they always telling us and like hey if it wasn't for you I, I wouldn't have graduated if it wasn't for you i wasn't thinking this way and i was just prepared to just drop out of school or whatever so you know that you can't put a price on that you know um that's what i do it for you know mm-hmm. at the end of the day if i can help one kid I feel like I've done my job, but in my crazy mind, I think I can. You think you, you, think you can help kid. two kids, three kids, four kids? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so but, I'm gonna keep pushing. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. So, if you're out there and you're listening, you're 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 one of Fred's listeners for for CEO Roundtable ninety three nine the Eagle, and and you're tuning in today, listening to 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 Ray and Jay here uh, talking from Ready, and you, you know. If somebody out there is sitting on a nonprofit and maybe they, they incorporated it, they filed it and they got, you know, they did a little work. They did, they did the flail, right? They flailed around a little bit and did some work. And now it's kind of maybe on the back burner, but, but they're still passionate about it. Do you, what are the first one or two things? If you had to give somebody one or two, maybe three things for their nonprofit, because lots of people out there have these kind of hidden secret nonprofits that they started and then they're like, well, maybe it's not the right time or maybe it doesn't feel right. But how do you, what, what are the first couple things if somebody's sitting on one and they want to kind of rekindle or get going again or push it to the next level, what are those one or two, three things that, that you think would be good advice for them? Honestly, just do it. That's the best. <laughs> like a lot of times we second guess ourselves so much that we're wasting valuable time. Just do it. Just just do whatever's in your heart. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to stumble. You're going to trip over a hurdle, you know, but you just pick yourself up and keep going. But if you never even took the first step in the race, you won't you you won't even 
You're not in the race. So just do it. That's that's just get out there and do it. Promote yourself. Write everything down because Ooh, that's a good one. Um, you know, I'm the type of person that I always try to I could keep it all in my head, you know, and a lot of times we think we have it all in our head. But, you know, you have to write it down. Goal setting, you know, set mm-hmm. your goals, write everything down. I, I just told someone yesterday, like, write it down, write down. Here it is. It, you know, write down your two day goal, one week goal, one month, year, you know, and then fill in the blanks as you go. But at least you have a a, a blueprint on where you want to go. And don't wait. Do not wait until Monday. Do it the next day. You know, unless unless it's Sunday. <laughs> sure. Sure. If the office isn't open, there's not a lot you can do. If if you gotta yeah. if you gotta do the thing, then 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 that's sometimes the case. I, I agree with you on, on the more the more entrepreneurial side, we have the saying version one is better than version none. You know? And and I think I think that's really, really true. I, there's another saying that goes, if you're not embarrassed by your first launch, then you release too late. So, so you should be embarrassed when you're a successful business. You should look back at those ugly baby pictures of your business and be a little embarrassed because you have to take those chances. You have to do. Um, and, uh, so, you know, Dream Tree is, is, is like I said, it's, it's kind of blowing up. You guys are, are starting to get funding from other places in town, other, other funding streams and, and able to do more of your vision. What's something that you haven't yet been able to do at Dream Tree that you would like to add? We just happen to have, you know, a captive listening audience today. And, you know, I, I would just like to throw that out there. You, you're running a nonprofit. You're a hub client. You're a hub employee. You know, you're a ready employee. And, and we're here. We have a chance. What's something you'd like to add to, to Dream Tree that you would think moves it closer to fruition of what you see and helps more kids? Um, right now, um, I would like to add like more. As far as like teaching kids more skills, um, the labor side, um, teaching them, you know, construction, plumbing, mm-hmm. you know, different trades. So, um, uh, we did do a summer program, um, this summer. So some of our kids got paid working with, uh, AC, um, ACU. Yep. Yeah. I, I believe, uh, so, um, you know, I want to really go on that and go down that road because I think, you know, every kid doesn't want to go to college, you know, every, that's just, just, just a fact. So I think teaching these lifelong skills is something that we definitely need to go, you know, dig further into. And so if anyone out there, um, you know, have those skills and, and, and we'll have a little extra time to come in and, you know, just talk with the kids about it. You know, the door's always open. And I think that's a great opportunity for these kids. And I just have to say, like I said, you, if, if you're out there, you're listening and, you, you know, it's such a rewarding feeling. I just walking in the room when Dream Trees in session is is one of the most rewarding experiences. Hearing hearing these kids talk about what they've got going on, um, and and what they've been experiencing, and and relating that through to 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 your own life experience. If if you've never been, um, you know, if you've never been in a situation like that, it's it's just really great to to see those kids, and I've 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 enjoyed it, and they bring it. Like with with music and graphic design, I mean they they bring it. You guys have done some really awesome stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'm proud of those kids. Um, 
You know, I, I, I can brag on those kids all day, but I'm really proud of their growth, you know. So and and when you when you you take that and you talk about like the the mental health, right? A lot of these kids have, you know, home life or 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 previous life experiences with trauma and things like that. You know, w- why is that so important? Like, why is it so important to take kids and and try to work on, if not healing, growing past, growing through those stages? Why why do you guys focus on that so much? Because they're our future. <laughs> Mm-hmm. They're our future, and you know we're just really trying to break these generational curses. You know, um, and, and it's not just the kids. You know, we are really tight knit with the family. You know, you can work all day on the kids, but if they go home and those problems are still there, you know, you still have a problem on your hands. So you know, with our action plans, it, it includes the kid the the student the parent has to be involved in a 30 60 90 day action plan counselor homeschool communicator so each kid has a whole village behind them and that's important because you know a lot of kids just need extra support and just knowing that you have that support is like a safety net and when you give these kids that safety net you know sky's the limits on what they can do and 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 they can break those curses you know Mm -hmm. now it's a business too and and you run it even though it's a nonprofit, you run it like a business what's been the learning curve for you there that it is a business Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) that was the learning curve because i honestly i really did this out of my heart it's just pure passion um to make a difference and and locally and I quickly realized with the help of Ready that, hey, you have to run this as a business. So, you know, I had to step out, you know, back from like doing teaching as as I was teaching a lot of the classes. And I'm like, okay, and delegating jobs and not trying to wear so many hats and, and, and letting Carmela be the great person she is. Because without Carmela and Amaya, her daughter, who I call the golden child, um, <laughs> Without those guys, you know, and and the rest of the team, you know, we wouldn't be here. But I had to delegate jobs. Other words, it would not work. So once I realized, thanks, Jay and Tom, that I had to operate this like a business and not just a clubhouse, you know, um, that's when things really started shaping and taking form and really taking off. Um, because I was able to just trust them and say, just go, you got this guys. And we've talked a lot about life experience. We've talked a lot about the, the, the mental and the parents and everybody involved. <clears throat> I want to talk a little bit when we come back in the next segment, I want to talk a little bit about mentorship. You're growing something else there at dream tree. That's not necessarily the kids, but, but something else. And I really think it's important to talk about that. And maybe we'll just talk a little bit about a, a shared, some shared life experiences over our time here in Columbia uh, as we get ready to come back here on the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 The Eagle. I'm Jay Sparks, and we'll be right back. This is the CEO Roundtable with Fred Perry on Hot Talk 93.9 The Eagle. Welcome back into the CEO Roundtable on 93.9 The Eagle. Fred Perry's normally sitting right here where I'm sitting. 
giving you all your your business insider information for Columbia. But uh, today it's Jay Sparks. I'm the entrepreneurship coordinator at Ready. Uh, Fred and I uh, got to know each other over some of these mics in this room and found out I had a little history in radio. So now I'm uh, I'm on the substitute teaching list. Um, and my my A plus student today, uh, Ray Hall, is with me. He's the minority business coordinator. Then my next office over there at Ready with me. Um, but we've talked about a lot. We've talked about Ready and and what how Ready interacts in a lot of ways and and his hiring and what that meant we we spent the second segment talking a lot about uh, his nonprofit, his business what got him to ready in the first place dream tree academy and and all the good work they're doing with the kids and at the end there we just kind of started to maybe drift that way but i wanted to take a little bit of, of this segment and talk about something else that you're you're brewing up there at dream tree that i think can't be overlooked and while the kids are the future and and but the people have to be in place to guide and help and and mentor that and you are growing mentors there and and I don't I don't want to overlook that part of it I think it's really important to to look at what you're doing to bring you know uh especially men to the table even if it's not their kids to say you can still be a mentor in this community you can still be a positive influence and and where you're at in that 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 project Oh uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, uh, we <laughs> in this journey of Dream Tree, I realized that there's not a lot of male mentors. Um, majority of the mentors in the community and in most organizations, as I started connecting with all the different organizations in Columbia, I realized we all shared a common problem, and that it wasn't enough men as their mentors and so for sometimes you know for young boys you know i i, I salute every woman that that you know is 100%. there and step up i mean we couldn't we wouldn't even be here without them so i i truly admire them but we also need you know some men you know some great men out here that you know is missing out on so much from these kids and, and, and these kids are missing out because a lot of these kids don't have men in their house. Um, so with that, with, with me recognizing that and, and realizing not just a problem in dream tree, but a problem in all the organization, I said, Hey, let's get all the leaders together and figure out how we can come up with, um, another program to create, train, and create mentors for all organizations, not just Dream Tree, um, but for all organizations here in, in Columbia and Missouri. So right now we're in the works of it in the process. And I have all the major um, organizations around Columbia sitting at the table with me. And we're just kind of like, you know, picking each other's brain and really mapping this out. And so look for that soon. And um, it's it's an open discussion. There's, it, you know, the table is open. We want as many people to sit down and, and, and give their opinion and their expertise to create and solve this problem because it's definitely an issue out here. And if you're out there with strong male leadership, mentor qualities, whether that's yourself, whether that's someone you know, whether that's someone at your work, 
um, at your church, wherever that might be, then, then this is a discussion that, that needs to happen. And, and because of Dream Tree, kind of as the, the, the sand in the, in the oyster that, that starts the pearl, um, and, and the recognition, you know, the recognition of that, that, that recognizing that, that something like that is missing from our ecosystem around these kids and around other organizations. Um, this conversation is starting and, uh, please, please, please come down to ready and talk to us, talk to Ray, talk to myself. Um, and, and let's see how we can figure out where we can get, um, strong male mentors, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. because, because it needs to happen and, and they're out there. Yes. hundred percent out there. There's, there's a lot of really talented folks out there. So, so Ray and I have been, uh, I've been in, in, in Columbia for, oh goodness, we're, we're getting up there in, in a lot of number of years. And, and you were, you were, you're born and raised here. You took, took a little vacay there in the middle and came back. Yes. So, so what are some of your favorite, you know, we got, we got a lot of folks listening to this show and, and we talk business and, and one of the, inevitable conversations that arises when you talk business in Columbia over any long scale or places that might not be here anymore um, or, or you know, places that, that popped up and, and closed down, things like that. That's kind of a treasure trove. What are some places that you remember from your childhood that, that you would, you know, like, you know, that, that fond memories from your childhood here in Columbia and, and we'll, we'll try to, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll take a little trip down memory lane with, with our listeners here. <laughs> I remember the skating station. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> that was real big in my life. Um, roller skate. I don't think we even have a skating ring, do we? Anyway, uh, level, level I, up. Yeah, man, level just, up. Level up's working on that. Um, and because uh, Empire closed closed right. down, so yeah. yeah. So, skating station. Um, uh, that, that, I mean the, the the music there, right? The it's, music. it's it's the, it's the it's the the braiding there of, yes. of culture and and music, but then the roller skating is kind of the the family friendly, mm-hmm. um, you know, canvas on which the music and and the culture kind of become part of it. Man, that was big in my life, skating station. I remember just looking forward to go there. I wasn't really a big skater. <laughs> you were the hanger outer yeah i was the guy just hanging around the arcade area and just you know poking with everybody poking fun with everybody and just who i am today socializing but i just enjoyed the whole environment you know and i think a lot of kids are missing out on that you yeah know, being able to just roller skate and listen to music and hang out mm-hmm. you know? I, I i remember someplace like i i think of places fine like mom's arcade yeah you know oh, yeah. um you know and 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 the idea again once again that that idea of just getting out and and maybe it's that entrepreneurial spirit right like mm-hmm. i didn't even have to play the games the whole time but just hanging out at the arcade was there was a culture right you're yeah. you're building a culture you're learning something in that in that process um and uh and then we're just so you know, we've kind of we've we've colored around it a little bit uh, in, in our conversation. Where did you go when you were gone? Just so people have the kind of the, the story. So <laughs> um, I went to the Art Institute of Atlanta. OK. Um, and learned cinematography and met a lot of great people and um, really changed my perspective. And that's why when I came back to Columbia, I started businesses like uh, mm-hmm. that's why i kind of got the got bit by the entrepreneur but because it was it was amazing seeing people who looked like me mm-hmm. and my age and they was like running businesses at like 20 and i'm like whoa that's not common in columbia right so when i came back that's kind of what i started you know thriving to do is like you know start businesses and so right that there, there, there has to be 
that you know there's 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 you know the you you gather all the the twigs and the sticks and the and the the fluff and you're ready but without the spark right you just can't you can't start that fire and so had you stayed in Colombia you know while while it's in you and you feel that kind of vibe a little bit you you might not have been the person that you you know you might not have had the experiences the person you are without that trip to you know without that that experience down there and then when you come back to town how like that had to be kind of a you know in the back of your mind, kind of a powerful moment, right? I mean, it's, it's one of the, 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 the prodigal son in some way returns. It's one of those eternal storylines. Yeah. But, but a powerful moment when you come back and you look around, and you say, you know, I see something here that doesn't jive with what I saw there. How can I bring some of that here? And, and maybe it wasn't even that conscious, but, but, you know, you, you probably took those first steps upon getting back. Absolutely. And I, started my first business and that was a shirt company with a few guys and yeah um so on and so on so yeah um, I, it really opened my eyes up and some because sometimes if you just stay around the same circle that's another tidbit of advice you know it's okay to you know reach out and network and find other circles doesn't mean leave your circle you know they're always going to be your friends they're always going to be there and you're going to be there for them but you do have to network and find like-minded people because, you know, some of my friends are not entrepreneurs and I love them just the same, you know. Oh, sure. But that conversation is a lot different with a lot of different sets of friends. So don't be afraid to explore out and meet different people. Even if you're an introvert, you know, meet different people, you know. Yeah, it, it helps to learn from other varied streams, you know, and, and I think that's important in, in some ways. And you know what? You and I probably know this better than a ton of people in town. When we go into, when we click and we go into entrepreneurial mode, you can tell on the face of the person you're talking to whether they have the entrepreneurial gene or not. Because yeah. sometimes the, the, if they get that like excited where they're kind of, they're, they're gesturing you to continue talking and they're nodding, you're like, okay, this person gets it. And that, that positive feedback loop. Sometimes though, you get that blank, scared, like, uh, uh, oh, um, uh, kind of feeling and you can see it on their face. And I have to be like, okay, I need to, I need to dial this back. Cause I was about ready to go off on, on, on entrepreneurial tangent right. and I got to dial this back a little bit. Um, but I, I you know, it, it is, it, it is important to get out and, and meet yes. a bunch of different people. Um, and, and you know what, throw those ideas out. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's another thing too, is in business. I think if you have a new idea, don't, hesitate to talk about it you know don't right. don't don't slide an nda across the table just because you want to talk about a new idea you have about your business i i think to me that's highly overrated and i'll tell you this much uh in in silicon valley not 80s 90s early 2000s in silicon valley if you slid an nda across the table that potential investor would get up and leave because that's not how it happened out there right. Um, and, and so when you talk about the history of really big startups, when startups became a thing and, and, and that, that culture grew, the NDA kind of went out the window in the one place where that really went, you know, exponential, went, went, you know, nuclear. And so I think that's, uh, you know, I think that's something to take, take with you as well. All right. What, you know, we're, we're, we're CEO roundtable. We're, we're wrapping up here. We're getting kind of close. Um, where let's, let's, let's think about, we, we, we can't go off on tangents now. So we got to think about getting down to, to brass tacks for a second. 
what do you got? What what's the what's something that, that you want to share with folks? Um, you know, we've given some pieces of advice through. We've talked about your business, but but what's something about Ray that that if someone meets you, that that's the connection point, or or that's something that you want to you want to share with people? Um, basically, um, you meet Ray, <laughs> you're going on a journey. Um, no, honestly, um. If you meet me and you and you're an entrepreneur, or you're looking to become an entrepreneur, you know you're, you're going to find someone that is really like really cares and, and really going to be there every step of the way. Um, I will stay up late, wake up early for you, um, and that's just the bottom line. Like I am here for my community, so. Why? Well, I second that, Ray. I know we've only been coworkers for three months. We we've been, you know, at some level connected around your business for what about a year, probably maybe a little longer. Um, but I I second that wholeheartedly. I, I think you're a great addition to Ready. Uh, Dream Tea is a great addition to the community. Glad you were on here with me, uh, CEO Roundtable on ninety three nine The Eagle. I'm Jay Sparks, and thanks for Fred Perry for reaching out and letting me come in and and guest uh, guest a shot today. And uh, Ray Hall with Ready joining me today. So thanks again, and uh, we'll talk again soon. Thank Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. This city is my city, and I love it. Yeah, I love it. I was born.